Hi, this is Donna Valentino. Welcome to Perspective with Donna, a weekly podcast that will inspire your mind, body, and spirit. Are you ready to be inspired and change your perspective? Let's do it. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. And I'm doing a little bit of self-discovery today. Actually, I've been doing it for quite a few months. And you know how things sort of, you don't necessarily think about it, but it sits right under the surface? Well, I've been doing some Reiki treatments, which is, I know I've done a podcast on this before. It's energy healing, and I'm really getting something out of it. It helps me a lot. And I went into a Reiki session, and my intent for that day was to make a smooth move transition uh, moving into my sweetheart's house. I wanted it to be as stress-free as possible. So that was my intent that day. And as I get into my little restful state, I started thinking about the beach because I love the beach. It's just a happy, healing place to me. And I was able to make a memory connection. Couldn't figure out how I learned how to dive. I'm actually a pretty good diver still. And my dad had given me a picture, many pictures, but one of the pictures he gave me was me, maybe I was 12, and I was diving into somebody's pool, and it was the perfect dive. I remember looking at that picture thinking, how did I learn to dive? I don't remember learning how to dive. But while I was in that relaxed state, I remembered my Uncle Bill. We used to go to the beach every weekend in the summer. He taught me how to dive into the waves, and he taught me how to ride the waves. It was very cool, really fun, and I loved, absolutely loved doing it. And I was thinking about my brother. I know this isn't really nice, but he's 18 months younger, and he was a little bit of a weenie. Okay, he's standing in the water, he's shivering, his lips are turning blue. And I would throw seaweed at him, which really wasn't very nice. It's typical sibling crap, you know. Anyway, thinking about my brother, it brought up a memory. It wasn't a good memory. And it's one of those memories I kind of don't think about. But it's apparently laying right under the surface. He claims that as a young teenager, so I'm going to just throw out a number, 13, that he and my mother had a sexual relationship. Okay, I lived in the same apartment, and I'm not recalling anything that looked amiss. I don't know whether he's lying or he's not lying. He spent some time out here with me about three years ago. We reconnected after 27 years of not speaking to each other. It, it kind of went in a direction where I felt like I was being taken for granted 27 years ago, and I didn't like that feeling and didn't want it to continue. And, you know, this goes back to the day uh, pre-cell phones. If you had an answering machine, great. I, never, I don't think I ever owned an answering machine. So if you called somebody and they weren't there, they're not there. So 27 years went by, and it was through my brother's daughter, she knew she had an aunt and she really wanted to get to know her aunt. And she felt, I guess at the age of, I think maybe she was 21, where she searched for me and she found me. She sent me an email and she said, I knew I had an aunt and I'd really like to get to know you. And I was so excited that she sent this to me. I gave her my phone number and she gave it to my brother and my brother and I talked for about an hour. Well, after 27 years, clearly we had a lot to talk about, catching up to do. 
My brother has two kids. He had a, a son as well, older than the daughter. And on the second conversation with my brother, he told me about this relationship that he had with my mother. Well, I was clearly angry. I had issues with my mother my whole life. I know I've done a podcast on this and mentioned it a couple of times, but I'm at peace with that now, but it took me a long time to get there. I was really annoyed, and I took my phone. In fact, I think I was on a trip. I was on a trip with somebody. I took my phone, and in the note section of the phone, I wrote my mother a note that I was going to put in a letter and send to her. And when I told my brother about it, he said, would you read it to me? I said, sure. I read him the note, and, and basically I don't remember everything I wrote. I just, the one sentence that sticks out to me was that sexual abuse is not okay. And he listened, and he said, thank you for doing that. It was really nice. He said, but I, I don't want you to send it. Okay. I said, Rick, they're in their 70s. Are you afraid they're going to come beat the shit out of you or something? He goes, no, I, I just don't want you to send it. Okay, I didn't send it. And over the course of two years, we would get on the subject here and there. But I never knew when was a good time to talk about it, so I always let him bring it up. So when he would bring up the subject, I'd venture into it a little bit. And basically it came down to my mother had an older brother. He was 15 years older. And then she had two sisters. So my mother was the youngest. And through a lot of questions and answers and, you know, playing Sherlock Holmes, I said, was it, was it Uncle Nick? And he goes, yeah, it was Uncle Nick. I don't know how much reading you've done on sexual abuse. I'm not an expert on this at all. I don't know anybody other than my brother claiming this. Don't know anybody personally. So I'm not an expert. But if you do a little Googling, you can find out a whole bunch of things. I know that people that were abused themselves tend to carry that on with their own children down the road. When I asked my brother, I said, well, did you ever do anything with your two kids? He said, no, I never did it. And I thought, I said to him, I said, well, good for you. I said, you, you broke a negative chain. That's fantastic. I'm proud of you. And further on in conversations as we, you know, carried on our lives, I kind of caught him in a lie. And it was about my mother. And I said, well, didn't you, you said it was Uncle Nick, remember? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. It was Uncle Nick. And I remember thinking, really? Hello? I felt like he was lying. I don't know whether it's true or it's not true. But I called him out on it. And we'd shared many personal conversations about many different things. Uh, our marriages, our relationships with people, our children. I just called him one day. I said, I need to talk to you about something. I said, I think that this lie that you've decided to tell your entire life and to everyone who will listen is bullshit. I said, that's a heinous lie to say about anybody. I feel like you just play the victim. And as long as you keep playing the victim you're going to be a victim. And the only person who can help you is you. He was very angry. He yelled at quite a few obscenities, use your imagination. And he hung up on me. Okay, I kind of expected that. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting a pleasant conversation when you call someone a liar. But for me, I don't know how you feel about this, if somebody lies to you about something, this is, the, this is a big lie. I'm not talking about the little, you know, I stopped off at the store on the way home and 
You, you, you went and did, had a drink with somebody. All right, those are white lies. I think we're all pretty guilty of white lies. This is a heinous lie. This is a, this is a big one. I think he's lying, but I don't know for sure. So through my Reiki treatment, when I told the man's name is Jonathan that, that does the, he's the Reiki master, I told him what happened while I was under my nice relaxing, you know, meditation sort of sleep about the thoughts. And I told him about an email that I received a week before from my brother's daughter. And it was an invitation because she's having a baby. And I looked at the email and I thought, why the hell are you sending this to me? She knows the situation, I'm sure. I deleted the email. So I told Jonathan this and the thoughts they had on the table. And he said, Donna, this is all connected. He said, that email stirred the pot. Because even though you might not spend any time thinking about it, those thoughts are right under the surface. He said, and that email just kind of stirred that pot for you. I said, okay, well, that all makes sense. How do I find peace with this? Truth and honesty mean something to me. And I don't feel like I have that with my brother, nor did I ever. It's not a new thing. He said, I want you to, as homework, I want you to write your brother a letter. You don't have to mail it to him. I just want you to write him a letter. I said, okay. I'll write him a letter. Something really good happens to me when I put pen to paper. So my thoughts that are in here land on the paper. And the fact that I'm not sending him this letter means that I don't have to worry about hurting his feelings. So I pretty much just dumped on the paper. I started off as children and went into the teenage years and some of the shit that he pulled in teenage years. And and I went into his adulthood a little bit. And as I'm writing, I'm starting to feel this release because I got to the point in that letter where I put down, I don't know whether you're lying or telling the truth. And the fact of the matter is, I will never know. I'm never going to know. And I'm okay with that. But honesty and truth mean a lot to me, and it's something I've never had with you. And we can't have a relationship based on that, based on why. And I feel nothing but peace at this point because I took something that was right under the surface and I dealt with it. And by writing that letter, I was able to release a whole bunch of toxicity onto a piece of paper. And I feel good. I'm never going to send him that letter. And I don't have to send him the letter because it did for me what I needed it to do. It gave me peace. So for me, it's about healing from the inside out. And the only way you can heal from the inside out is you take something that's an issue and you take it on heads on and don't push it under the carpet because it did, it's going to come back and bite you. It came back to bite me because I wasn't thinking about it. But clearly if you're in a relaxed state and you're supposed to be thinking positive, happy thoughts and something comes up from the, under the surface, you have an issue you haven't dealt with. And I know that we all are who we are based upon what's happened in our past. And that past, it comes into the future at some point because if you don't deal with something, it's still there. It's not going to go away. So instead of being afraid, tackle it head on because you will be a better person for it because you're going to do some healing from the inside out. And that's 
The only person who can help you is you. So I hope that this resonates with some people. I know that sexual abuse in families sometimes can be a silent topic, but it's also deadly to keep it silent. And I think talking about it helps. If any of you have any comments that you want to make, please email me and I will email you back. I'd love to open up a conversation. Your opinions matter. And I'd like to hear your thoughts. You may know something. I don't know. I like to be educated. You know something I don't know. Or if what I'm telling you, you've experienced or you have some experience with it, I would love to hear from you. I hope you all have a great day and have a great weekend. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.